Chef work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to A Healthy Shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to today's episode of the Healthy Shift Podcast. Today's episode, Night Shift. What's the best way to go into and come out of it? Now, I have to be honest, this is without doubt one of the most common questions that I get. And I get this over and over and over again. So let's address it in a podcast where I can speak for a little bit longer than I can speak on social media. Now, to be very clear with you, this is very dependent on you, your family life. But this is one time that we just do not factor in our social life. Getting into and out of night shift quickly and efficiently is vital. So it's something that we really do have to prioritize. So the social life, catching up with people and doing family commitments comes last when it comes to this stuff. All right. Now, I do want to put a disclaimer on this as well. And that is, you do you. If what you're doing is working, fantastic. But if it's not, why don't you give this a go and see if this makes a difference to you? Now, what we do, obviously, have to try and avoid is our circadian disruption. Now, the circadian rhythm is running on a 24-hour cycle. And this is, I talked about this circadian rhythm and I talked about social jet lag as well in the uh, podcast that I did last week. And you can go back to that episode and have a listen. Circadian disruption is why we feel absolutely awful when we are outside of the biological day or night or we've disrupted that. So this is what we're trying to avoid. And our body is happiest when it is in sync with the biological day and the biological night. So this is what we're trying to strive for. So let me just use a scenario for you in relation to those that are on a four-on, four-off scenario. Now, I know research has shown that this is actually probably one of the most optimal ways of rostering people. Two day shifts, two night shifts, four days off. And that's why a lot of places actually do this now. If you think about it, in those eight days, two days on, two night shifts, four days off, we are literally only outside of our circadian rhythm or disrupting our circadian rhythm for two 24-hour periods or for 48 hours. The rest of it, the whole entire six days, is fully in sync. So you can go to bed early and you can get up, um, go to bed early, get up early, and you can continually stay in that rhythm. So when you're going into and out of the night shift, what's the best way to go about doing that? Because we want to disrupt our circadian rhythm at minimum. So let's go into that. Going into that night shift or going into night shift, and if you've got one or two nights or maybe even three nights, one of the best ways that I have found, and let's be honest, I've done night shift now for nearly 38 years. All right, I'm not young and I can do it 
And this is the best way that I find to do the night shift. This is the common ground that I found as the best way to go into a night shift. Now, the way you go into night shift is you go to bed early and you get up early the day before. On the day of your night shift, you get up early on that day. No matter what time you start, get up early. The reason? You're staying in sync with your biological day and your biological night. Get up early. Get outside. Caffeinate. Have your coffee outside. Take yourself for a walk or go to the gym that day. That's a perfect day for you to exercise. And then keep moving for the majority of that day. Now, late in the day when you can, this is an ideal time for you to have a nap. 25 to 30 minutes or 90 minute cycles are optimal. So let's have a look at this. You've got up at seven o'clock in the morning. You've got your coffee. You've gone outside. You've exposed yourself to your blue light. You've taken yourself for a walk. All right. Now, late in the day, you'll be starting to feel a little bit tired. And what you should do is just go and lie in the bed, put a face mask on, put some white noise on and have yourself a 25 to 30 minute nap. Or if you can get it in, a 90 minute nap, right? We sleep in 90 minute cycles. So 90 and three hours is probably not something that's going to happen for you. But 25 to 30 minutes or 90 minutes is ideal. Give yourself enough time to get up to hydrate fully, that big glass of water again, caffeinate, get those electrolytes in, and then head off to work. Now, before you go to work, just have yourself a light snack. Not a big breakfast, not a main meal. Have yourself a light snack, but take in a substantial protein, carbohydrate, and fat meal with you. This is ideal. What I would suggest you do then is you have that meal between about 22.30 to midnight, and then fast until 6 a.m. in the morning. Now, on my website is my free ebook book on how to best eat on night shift. Now, I'll put a link to the website in the show notes for you. And I highly suggest that you go in to the website and down the bottom there, as you scroll through, you'll see that there is a link. And all you got to do is just put your name and your email address in and you'll be sent the ebook for free. And it will give you the best way to go about eating around a night shift cycle. It will also give you a couple of good recipes there that will help you. There's the pumpkin soup, I think, from memory. And there's also the frittata, both ideal options for you to take in on night shift. Now, that's the optimal way to go into night shift. This is what the science says. This is what research shows, minimal disruption to our circadian rhythm. So what's the best way to come out of night shift? Well, it's important that I clarify this. And when I do night shift, I do seven nights. And my nights are 2200 to 0600 hours. And since I started this routine, I have found it a game changer. It's been enormously beneficial. And remember, as I said to you before, I'm in my late 50s. So you really have no excuse. I've made many, many years of mistakes in relation to night shift, how to go into, how to come out of. Yes, I've done the stay up all day. I've done the go to have a quick nap, get up, lounge around, nap on the couch. I've done the whole lot. But let me say, this is the best way. On your last night of night shift, when you finish, go straight home. No staying up. 
it's I know a lot of young people these days, they can do their night shifts and then they just they go to the boozer. They'll go and catch up and have barbecues or drinks or they'll go and catch up with friends and they decide that the best ways to go is to stay up all day. If you can do that, great. But I'm telling you, you're actually doing damage and you're running a massive risk of actually falling asleep with a micro nap when you could be actually driving or something like that. Now, what I would highly suggest is on your way home, if it's daylight, like it's in the summertime, I would strongly suggest that you wear your blue light blockers when you're heading home. When you get home, have yourself a light protein and carb meal and go to bed. Now, set your alarm for three or four and a half hours. Yeah, I thought so. I thought you'd change the, uh, select the four and a half hours. Nobody needs three hours, but if you can do three hours, even better. This is just enough time for you to get some sleep to wash the plaque away from the brain, the adenosine out, and give the caffeine a chance to go in when you wake up again. Remember, 90-minute cycles. We sleep in 90-minute cycles, and this makes it easier. Now, what happens next is actually critical to your recovery. When the alarm goes off, straight up, open the blinds and get that blue light in. Now, that doesn't mean... Go back and lie down in bed and scroll your phone. What it means is get up and get out. Now, what I find is beneficial as well, strip the bed. You've been sleeping in it all week. So if you're married or you're in a situation, your partner's been sleeping in it overnight, you've been sleeping in it during the day, pull the bed apart, strip it, wash it, put it out on the line, change the sheets on your bed. Because doesn't everybody just love getting into fresh sheets at the end of you know, at any stage, we love getting into fresh sheets. So when you're trying to sleep after a night shift, this is an ideal time to do it. Now, we need to get back in sync quickly with the biological day and the biological night. And our eyes are literally what is going to tell us that it is daytime and nighttime. Our food timing is going to tell us that it's daytime, not nighttime. And our exercise schedule or our movement is also going to tell us that it's daytime, it's not nighttime. So think about those three things. They're very important. Now, when you get up, full hydration. Get those electrolytes in, get your caffeine and head outside. And this suppresses all of our sleep hormones because the light that you get outside is sending messages to our hypothalamus, which is our body's master clock. And it's telling us, it's, it's light. We need to wake up. So what it will do is it will suppress all that sleep hormones. It will suppress the whole sleep cycle and it will wake you up. It's no good getting up, getting a coffee and going and lying around on the couch and trying to watch TV. That's not what it's about. It's about getting outside. Even five minutes will just make a massive difference. Finish that coffee outside. Now, what I do suggest you do then is go for a walk outside. Take yourself for a walk around the block. The reason being is because the movement that you're doing there as well is stimulating your circadian rhythm and letting it know it's daytime. It's movement. This is where we move. Now, this is also a very good time to catch up with friends or to go and visit your family because that will keep you preoccupied other than thinking just exactly how tired that you are. So get yourself out. It's a good week, a good day on the day that you come out of your night shift to actually make plans to catch up with people so you're actually committed to going and doing that. And that will make a big difference to you. 
Now, it's vital that you keep moving that afternoon. Don't be tempted to have a nap. The nap is going to be is going to be suicide for you. It's going to cause you a major problem. Do not nap because what we need to do is we need to keep going as much as we can all day because of the biological function that occurs, which actually builds sleep pressure on our brain. And that sleep pressure is what helps us to sleep. Now, if you succumb to that sleep pressure early, you nap, you wash that out, and then all of a sudden you can't sleep at night. This is a problem. This is a big problem. So we want to try and avoid that. So keep going as much as you can, regardless of what you've got to do, keep moving. Have yourself a good nutritious dinner, protein, carbs, and fats here at dinner time. This is important as well, because once again, it's the dinner time. It's the time that our body is expecting good food to come into its system at that particular point in time. So this is where we want to have good food. And also, having a nice full gut, and then a few hours later, you'll be ready for sleep because you'll be feeling tired, and you'll go off to sleep. Now, if you've only got one day off after that night or night shift, you may find it's beneficial for you to have a day shift the next day and a, and a day shift the day after and a day shift the day after that, which will help you to get yourself back into a good cycle. Now, this is important because we don't, as tempting as it is to do like afternoons or things like that, or, you know, twilight shifts, it doesn't help you to get back into sync with your daytime, nighttime biological functions. All right. And this is where the body becomes ridiculously confused. You're eating at a time when you shouldn't be. You're not eating at a time when you should be. You're light and dark and everything's all out of whack. It's all out of sync and it's causing you massive problems. So think about the most important thing that you need to think about. Other than when you're rostered or you have to be at work, you need to be working hard to be in sync with your biological daytime and your biological night. All right? It's important here that we stay in sync with the daytime and the nighttime and that light and food and movement is actually what is stimulating all of that. All right, so that's how you go into and come out of night shift. So let's quickly recap. Going into night shift, get up early on the day of your first night of night shift. Go through all day. That's a good day to do your exercise in the morning and get up. Get moving, keep moving. Have a nap before you go in for night shift and do the night shift. And when you're coming out of night shift, it's optimal for you to come straight home, have yourself either three hours or four and a half hours of sleep, get up, get moving, keep moving and go to bed at normal time. But start getting that food, exercise and light at the right time. All right, that's how you go into and out of night shift. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.